After Things is brought to you by Patreon.com slash Weird Things. Thank you for supporting this show. Hello and welcome to After Things. I'm Andrew Main, joined by Brian Brushwood. Hello. Bryce Castillo. Hello. And Justin Robert Young. Ah, wee oui, wee. Oui. Oh. And that concludes the cultural <laughs> portion of our show. Yeah, apologies. Yeah, sorry. Uh, gentlemen, yes. how are we doing? Uh, uh, we're doing great. We're doing great. Uh, uh... Found a flaw. Remember a while back, uh, I mentioned that uh, I write myself a lot of notes um, by emails because yes. I know I'll see them later. Yes. Um, I definitely just berated somebody on my fan list saying, read all the goddamn Slack messages and respond first thing in the morning. And then it said, I realized, I don't know who that is. I just emailed that to. <laughs> what the? What the? What? I thought I was sending it to myself. <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> so that's a, a little little a little fracture in the plan. Yeah. 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 Ah. <laughs> I wonder, all right, so what would be the optimal way that that idea, I just want to throw a message in a bottle that comes back to me at a certain time. Like what, what is like, imagine a technology that does that the best because email obviously is an imperfect solution as, as I've discovered. Yeah. Yes. Um, uh, an email, uh, you, you know, we were talking just before we started about being 90% of the way there. I mean, it's been 98% of the way there, except mm -hmm. for the looming threat of a catastrophic reply all instead of a note to self, you That's know, a pretty damning. Yeah. <laughs> That's a pretty big downside. Yeah. Uh, uh I well, mean, what, eventually, what, this gets back to what we talked about in the main show, where we all want an actual virtual assistant. So, so that, that's that's to what run you down want. and keep something front of mind. Well, and and that's why usually more often what I'll do is, you know, because I'm driving or whatever, I'll just shout at Siri to uh, 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 remind me at so and so time, or mm -hmm. I'll even do stuff like just set uh, uh, set an alarm for whenever. Uh, and it's kind of like tying a string on around your finger. It's like. Uh, the moment the alarm goes, I'll be like, why? Oh, that's right. Now, I, I mean, right now, I'm going to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, have you considered other uh, apps or software solutions to keeping a to-do list for yourself later over instead of emailing? Uh, uh, as we've discussed, none, uh, all of which, the moment something gets, the worst thing I could do is put something someplace clever because then... I never find it. And until years later, I'll open the right zipper on a backpack that I'm about to throw away. And I'll say, oh, that was a very clever place to put this particular very important yeah. USB stick that I needed three years ago. Mm. And uh, so so I don't, that's how I feel about all those to-do lists and color coding and all that stuff. You, you are just not going to make that a new pattern of behavior. You need to go. This has to exist in a place where you are already existing, where it's accessible. Correct. Yeah. Or I guess you know, for iOS, or, or, you can have notes that like will remind you either at a time or at a place or something like which that. I, which is what I do. One one thing I've started doing mm -hmm. because again, I have these ideas while I'm driving, and so what I'll do is I'll say, like for example, uh, last time I did this 
was I was speculating on the idea of ways to monetize, because we have, uh, uh, all of us have, have large back catalogs of content. And I was about halfway from coming back from the Wizard Academy. I was stopped at a, st a stop sign and I was like, oh my God, there's no reason that uh, just to consider. And, and I, ultimately I rejected the idea, but I thought to myself, uh, Dan Carlin of Hardcore History fame, his entire monetization model is to keep releasing new stuff for free and just the back catalog is a buck an episode. There's hypothetically, you know, hundreds and hundreds of modern rogues and scam nations and all that stuff that, that could go behind the paywall. And yes, people wouldn't like it, but it looks like it works okay for Dan Carlin. And, and so uh, I just said, when I come back here, uh, when I return back here, remind me to consider Dan Carlining my stuff. And it, and it, you know, didn't quite understand the words, but it was close enough. And then, uh, uh, then I drove. And of course, by the time I got home, it was already out of my mind. I was busy with kids and all that stuff. But sure enough, a week later, driving back to the Wizard Academy, get to that same street corner. And all of a sudden, it just pops up saying, hey, consider Dan Carlining your stuff. And I was like, oh, that's good. And so all of the thinking about this that I've done has been on the drive to and from Wizard Academy, and, and I reached a decision that uh, I don't want to do it, and then at that point I felt I felt good about erasing it. But uh, but uh, I, I know- It I know actually sounds like you have a functioning system to some degree. I, I mean, it does, I, it does. I mean, I, I know it's dumb as hell. I know it's a Rube Goldberg, but-, but uh, I think there's a root to something there really good. I've been like really into spaced repetition and stuff, and then I was thinking about, we in our previous show, we were talking about chat GPT and plugins and stuff, and I'm like, I could see, it doesn't have to be into that, but this applicant, I just keep giggling every time you say Wizard Academy because we've oh, yeah. never talked about that on this show. Oh, and yeah. so uh, <laughs> I come back from Wizard Academy yeah. on my broom. <laughs> I know. Uh, well, and uh, I remember the first time uh, years before I ever actually went there. It's it's a marketing school. It's a business school uh, that has a wedding venue. And uh, and now they're building a distillery and stuff. There's uh, At any rate, the first time I found out, I was just on a bike ride. Uh, and I was on the road, and there's one of those paid-for city signs that just says Wizard Academy this way. And I'm like, what? <laughs> this is like, we could do, like, the asylum, whatever, the low-budget video thing of our version of Harry Potter, because now you're on, like, the board of directors. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You'll be a Wizard Academy member. Brian <laughs> <Rushwood>. <laughs> It's uh, not like you don't get an owl like some rat with a note tied to its neck scratches at your door. <laughs> I mean, there's there's enough. Uh, that's one of the things that's neat about this place is, you know, we uh, a lot of the stuff we've talked about in after things are a lot of the same, you know, kind of bombastic over the top, uh, you know, shoot for the moon ideas that uh, uh, that they try to teach. The, the way I describe Wizard Academy is if you're a poet and you want to learn how to make some money, they got classes for that. If you're an entrepreneur who wants to learn how to inject a little poetry. They got classes for that. And, um, I, uh, it sounds yeah. amazing, but yeah, no, uh, I, they, uh, uh, the founder was, uh, not unaware of how <laughs> bombastic the name wizard Academy was going to be. Was, did you, what happened with the email? Did you get, did you hit undo fast enough? Did you send an apology? Nope. Uh, I did not hit it fast enough. Uh, I wrote a, a very friendly, Hey, here's a funny thing. Sometimes <laughs> right before I go to bed, I remind myself of what to do yeah. in the morning. Hey, uh, champ, come over here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, enjoy this fun story for you to share. <laughs> uh, so, all right. If you had a AI personal assistant for which would it was smart enough to know that 
like it could get these ideas in front of you, but you wouldn't have to use a thing that you were already interacting with. It and either was iOS, it was I, I like would, a West level or, or something like that. I would absolutely fully uh, embrace it wholeheartedly. And the only reason I uh, I do as much as I do with uh, you know within iOS is is because um, as we've talked about before. Uh, Apple, I know why I'm spending a ridiculous amount for every piece of hardware. And it's so that not even the U.S. government can knock on Apple's door and say, please hack this open. You know, yeah. um, uh, they're outside of a few very high profile examples in general, uh, the security is so good. But uh, uh, it is difficult to want to lay everything bare. Uh, not knowing what what security, yeah, and and, and even if I understood all the security measures that were being taken, uh, I, if I still would need to see a, a track record of of before you started putting that level of, of ideas my, and my, yeah, personal exactly. stuff into there. Yeah, uh, that that worries me not not because of doing anything nefarious, uh, but just because. Um, I, just, just as a matter of hygiene, you know, yeah. uh, uh, just because of the World Economic Forum, uh, <laughs> just because I don't want to mess things up with my friends at Davos. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's it's definitely tough, like changing your organization patterns and and your habits. You know, it it's it's smart that you've set up a system in Gmail to do that. Um, I wonder if it, I I wonder how you how you stop catastrophes from happening again. Whether if there's like an a tag system or some sort of uh, uh, a shortcut you can make that well, gets you right I mean, to the I, right thing. I think, I think, you know, there's, you know, you don't, you don't want to overcorrect for something that I, I'm, I'm assuming it was, it was, it's, it's a, the first, I, I, was, I've been doing some version of this for, yeah. for half a decade and it's the first time I've ever it's, not yeah. some weird fat thumb moment where you were accidentally opening a reply and not a new email and, and bada right. bang, bang, boom, there you go. Like, yeah. And I think it, it might've even been, you ever have one of those things where it's like you click on an email, but just at that moment, another email comes in and knocks it down. And so, so like I just probably right clicked reply to me, but it was reply to someone else. And yeah. Then all of a sudden, I'm berating them to all caps. Read those GT Slack messages. So no changes needed. A perfect system? Uh, no, I no, don't. no. It, it is it is a flawed system, uh, and it is a yeah, flawed but, system. But, like, like, but but like like the reason why Brian does it is because Brian knows he's in his email every single day. So anything that he sends, he is going to see in his email when he goes in there. The bug to that is. Also, other communication lives in the email program, and so this one time there was there was a problem. So it has by percentage a vanishingly small failure rate. Uh, uh, although obviously it is created because it's an imperfect way for Brian to remember this stuff. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, if you if you have a suggestion that doesn't involve an app and learning a system, and uh, then I'm all ears. Writing it on your hand. Uh, I mean, that's <laughs> uh, yeah. pretty much what I do. It's a, yeah. a, my mountain of note cards. That uh -huh. if, if 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 I could if I could cover my car in note cards, I would. <laughs> there feels like there is something out there for knowledge management or whatever to simplify. Because your point about not wanting to have to use uh, something new or learn a new system, and I'm excited by things that just adapt or conform to the way that we already work, which was kind of thing was we talked about rewind before in the previous show, which just records everything on your desktop, which is scary, but that does sort of make sense because it's just, it's running and you only 
when you need to find a thing, if you find it, you don't have to make a thing of like, I'm going to tag this or I'm going to do something else. Yeah, well, so it's it's a I bit like of, um, uh, spoiler alert. I've mentioned it before, but uh, I'm still reading very slowly. I'm reading Build from the guy that uh, was on the team that created the iPod and the iPhone, um, and and after that created Nest. And uh, spoiler alert: after reading enough of how hard it was to create Nest, basically a system that watches you use a thermostat naturally and then just figures out, yeah, around this time on Tuesdays, he's going to want around this time, this room to be cold or whatever. Um, uh, spoiler alert, tonight I'm going to install a Nest because uh, uh, I, I want to see uh, uh, all the thoughtful stuff that he details in the book. Um, but but this rewind sounds like Basically, the, the the Nest architecture, where it's just like, just just let us watch, trust us, and we'll figure out how, how you operate and nudge you when you need it. But then again, we get back to what security protocols are in place and what is their track record. Because even, you know, password managers, uh, you know, you get that dreaded I mean, headline. You know, there is, there was like, that moment uh, at the, um, the TikTok hearing, uh, which is its own hours and hours of conversation that we can have. But uh, uh, one of the things that wound up getting dunked on the most on the internet was a guy, a congressman asking whether or not TikTok connected to Wi-Fi. To the home network. <laughs> now, that is not a dumb question. I don't know if he knew what he was asking. He said it. He I don't know. Said it if, badly, I don't yeah. know if, uh, I don't know if he was bad at communicating it and he did know what he was saying. I don't know if an aide wrote it down and he read it like a cue card on Saturday Night Live. Uh, that is not a dumb question. That is a very smart question to know whether or not via the Wi-Fi network it is uh, uh, designing or attempting to uh, uh, talk to other stuff since so many things up to and including your thermostat. your I mean, these are just things in my house. Thermostat, lights, smart plugs that plug into other cameras. things. Cameras are are all dependent on, on Wi-Fi. So it's like, it, it's one of those things that it was it was interesting in the way that all social media, especially the highly charged social media, can be interesting where the people that were laughing the hardest uh, were also just revealing themselves to be kind of stupid about this sort of stuff. Yeah, because even when you hear the 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 soundbite, you know, the next few sentences, you know, it. It, it, I mean, it led to a lot of confusion he, about he, what he meant, for he sure. Gets, he gets there. He gets there. Like, yeah. okay, but, uh, the other things on my home, that, like, yeah. uh, he, he gets there, which is good. But um, definitely the wrong soundbite to start off with. I, I, well, yeah, I mean, because, yeah. again, I, I don't know whether or not he was ham-fisted in his language. Uh, 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 he was not precise. Jordan Peterson would frown. Uh, but uh, Or he was just being fed something. But... Uh, uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I think when, when, when it comes to stuff like that and it's like, it's like, okay, well, what do we trust? How do we trust it? What is exploitable? Like my home is I have, I have given myself into the fact that if, if my phone, if my, my home is owned, <laughs> you know, by way of an attack, then it will be bad. It'll be, <laughs> it'll be not great. Uh, uh, but we all have to make those trade-offs and, and, and part of that means becoming more more vulnerable either in in the security questions like like you're asking of like okay well let's say that there was some kind of app that was able to plug in through ios and through alerts or through a text message or something like that i was able to have a conversation with an ai would love it if it, if it was yeah uh, 
end to end encrypted and but again and that's that, the thing with, with that only gets us halfway there right that that gets us to good protocols but then I, but the track record is something only time tells yeah but yeah, I, yeah. I, I know AI or Rewind uh, when I was looking into it the other day they they use chat GPT so they have to send some amount of text data over the service and they detailed like okay they do this on device they do this to send stuff and they feel you know it's it's something that they have to take into consideration until we get more i don't know whether it looks like a neural engine chip like the the iphones have or if there's some other ml thing that makes on device um processing easier but when that happens then like the doors are really open. Apple's taking this stuff more seriously now. They just released a paper yesterday talking about running transformers, which are the architecture that we use for building our systems on Apple Silicon. Um, you're going to be able to do a lot more of it there. Um, always the best stuff is going to be on b bigger computers, just law math. Um, but not saying that like you're going to be able to do a lot of really cool capabilities. Like you can do really good speech synthesis on your computer right now. I mean, the best stuff is takes more systems, but there's going to be a lot that you can do locally. That said, I think that both just speaking as myself, not somebody at OpenAI, but I do think there's going to be a tier of service that people are going to need to offer. It's going to be sort of like end-to-end -end encryption. The idea that do it on your device, gets encrypted, gets into a server, it's totally encrypted there, it's handled there, then it's sent back out, and it's not used for training, it's not used for anything else like that. That's just going to become a necessity going forward because there's just large sections of the economy that are only going to be unlocked when that happens. And I think you can make that pitch to people even easier now. Like, to say, like, hey, you can use free, you can use free tool, or hey, you can, you can pay us a couple of bucks and we'll x and y and z and uh, secure things down i mean i i wouldn't want to pay for twitter but i would pay for a social network some you, amount you know what uh one thing that could go along with it is um i'm certain this exists and maybe there's a company that bakes it in but um i, I wonder if just baked in insurance like gigantic policy insurance it's like if we have a leak uh consider yourself you know whatever whatever leaks uh it's your payday i do i do think that we are at a point in our conversation where data as a commodity is something that is going to be talked about a little bit more and that we are providing this commodity and you know what does that mean but what, what, how do we view our commodity? How do we view beyond just like, you know, voting with your clicks? Like, how do we view the data that we put on there? And how do we strata that out? Is the data of Twitter different than my email versus my tax information versus my like, whatever? Like, there is uh, 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 some fascinating, fascinating conversations that I feel like we are just on, on the cusp of. Yeah, a, a, a full on. A promise of monetary compensation <laughs> uh, like i would pay i would pay a lot more uh, uh instantly and jump in a lot faster even for this rewind stuff like uh, like if it was if they if they were able to say uh uh if we get hacked you get paid three million dollars and it's like well screw it you know <laughs> i mean what could they find sounds like a great business to start brian <laughs> right <laughs> yeah yeah but I was, I was uh, um, 
oh, oh, what is the name of that company? Um, this was on Pepsi. <laughs> this was Coke. On... Uh, oh, I'm uh, RC. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mountain Dew. Big Red. This, uh, this uh, going great. Anheuser Busch. Yum Brands. Uh, Hindenburg Research. This was on The Verge. Oh my God. Uh, the, it, which is a, a short seller company, and what they do is they investigate companies for fraud, find the fraud, uh, short sell the stock, and then publicize the findings of the fraud. Wow! So that they can make money on the on the tank. That's the legal. It is. Yeah. Very big business. Should be. It is yeah. short selling. Provides a very, very valuable service to the market. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess it, I, I'm not here to criticize short selling. I just didn't know whether it would fall under any kind of like insider, you know, oh, yeah. insider it's information. Because no, like they don't have insider info. It's it's They're literally they are if finding, you say oh a public a public flaw, yeah. and then yeah. short selling it and then announcing it. Yeah, like there was a whole thing about um, Block and Cash App, which is how I saw them in the news, but. That, but but and we talked on the bones the other day about um, you know buying personal data, buying personal advertising data to to track people. Yeah. Um, we're going to see more of this, not less, and and selling security uh, and in a way that people understand is going to be very important. Yeah, so there. Security is important. I'm with it. Yeah, you're pro I, security. I'm for I'm, it. I'm pro security. <laughs> yeah. Brian, you want to you want to get into data insurance? I I I'm am security uh, on the amateur uh, pro am mm. golf. And <laughs> no, we got it. Okay, just explaining the links. The links. <laughs> Hole in one. The king's game. <laughs> A long walk spoiled. They actually do sell uh, hole-in-one insurance. Uh, I think it's in Japan where it's customary if you get a hole-in-one to like just buy everyone in the bar drinks, and people are like afraid to get a hole-in-one, so they pay <laughs> they pay a small amount of money and they buy hole-in-one insurance. That is an amazing really moment. <laughs> that is amazing, amazing moment in Japanese history. Uh, I've got an update on the tonal, by the way. If anybody wants to know, oh please, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. how's it going? I've been four weeks now with the tunnel, and I only missed like like one day because of uh, I was stuck in the office. But uh, it's been great. So the tunnel, for those of you who are audio listeners, it's a home gym. It, they come in, they mount it to your wall, and then LeBron Jane comes in and does his workout on it. <laughs> the video. Um, you, uh, it's got these long arms that come out from the top that can then lower go up and down so you can do you know a hundred different movements on it you can do bench press you can do flies you can do curls you can do pull downs just a ton of different exercises that are possible with it like i've i haven't really thought of an exercise that i can't figure out a way to do it and sometimes you do things kind of unconventionally like you could do standing curls but they had me doing curls laying flat on my back because the arms go down that low yeah and that meant you can't cheat it with your body weight. You have to just literally use it. So what's cool about it is when you first start off, it does a strength assessment. It assesses your strength, and then it knows the baseline to start with. So then when you start choosing workout programs, they have live workouts, and they also have the pre-recorded. I prefer the pre-recorded ones. What will happen is you go in as it'll you start to do the workout. It will like measure your feedback. It will measure like how much strength you're pulling. It will add weight. It can do things like chain mode, which is like for some types of training, you know, literally people would put chains on barbells. And as you lift, it has to be, you're, you're getting more exertion at the top of it than as opposed to less. So it has a lot of really cool capabilities. It is pricey. It is very, very pricey. But 
not when you compare it to the price of like a, a fancy gym membership, it's actually not that different. Yeah, you know, I, so. I got a chance to uh, play around with it when I came and visited you guys uh, a, a few weeks ago, and I was I was very very impressed. I, I, I think in terms of strength training, the biggest questions that you have to ask yourself are: Am I doing this right? And am I pushing myself enough? Like, and this answers both. It is a home solution for which you are constantly watching an in-progress demo of the exact movements that you should be doing. So you are about as sure as you could possibly be that this is the way that you should be doing it. Uh, and it is constantly responding to your resistance to it. So it's not just like a band or or something like that. It is adding like as you keep doing stuff, it is, it is, it is giving you what, what, what you need and you are able to adjust it, you know, instantly. So, uh, uh, amazing. It is, uh, I was, I was very, very impressed with it. What's kind of a very interesting position they have is with, they claim in tonal right now, they went through a big, you know, boom period of investment during COVID lockdown and then money got tighter. So they're basically, I know they're doing some restructuring. I think as a product, the product is solid. And one of the things they have, which is really kind of interesting is they probably have more data on workouts than any, anybody else on the planet, any, any research organization, what have you, just from the sheer volume information they have about resistance training. And that is a very fascinating thing to think about in that age of data is that when you, every time you work out and tens of thousands of other people do the same thing and they know your weight, they know your age, they get a very good idea of what causes improvement. And I think that's what's going to be exciting. I think we're going to see a lot of exciting advancements in sports science, et cetera, as we start looking at big data. I mean, I, I've long said, you know, from for, you know, when we really kind of began our like quantifiable self Fitbit smart uh, scale kind of world uh, uh, that that's great. Right. And sometimes it's like cool to see like, oh, I've burned X amount of calories. I have a general idea of how many calories I ate. I'm guessing I'm in a calorie deficit array for me, blah, blah, blah. But we still haven't done a lot with that data. Like we've got a lot of dashboards. We don't have a lot of stories. We don't have a lot of truths that you can you can know or access or guide yourself by. We have a lot of very, I think we will look back on rudimentary ways that we're just like, yeah, this is just the back end of a system. It's not really telling I'm, me anything. I'm going to do a shameless plug here. One of the coolest demonstrations right now with ChatGPT and the, the, the computational inference capability is you can upload things like a CSV file and say, chart this, plot this, whatever. And what that means is that for people who aren't, uh, you know, maybe don't have a strong background and let's say computer science, whatever, they're going to be able to do really interesting things with data. Like the average person might be able to take their Apple, like readouts from an Apple watch or whatever, and tell me, Hey, look at this. Then look at, you know, whatever activity, what can you tell me about this? What are the capabilities? So the graphing capabilities, the way for it to come up with really cool stuff, kind of like, you know, notebook style. I mean, computer notebook style stuff. It's just, it's going to be I think we're going to have a lot of a lot of new opportunities with just AI in general now helping us parse that data with really I, cool tools. I, and I think it's going to be really valuable because a lot of people have been collecting a lot of it for a long time, and so it's going to be it's going to be worthwhile, right? Because all of those systems yeah, okay. so far have been about selling ads and personalized 
you know, placement, not like how do we make people enjoy this app more? Always primarily. I'll give you I'll give I'll give you an example of a data thing. When I worked on the Shark Week special, I was at the University of Miami and it was at their like their marine research center facility, which is beautiful, beautiful. It looks like something out of a movie. You would you would think you wouldn't I mean it's just incredible. They have power boats. They have like a 40-foot wave tank upstairs. But I walk by one room and I see a TV with a video plane of just a camera shot of a reef. And every now and then like a clownfish swims by. And there is a grad student there with a clicker and a notepad writing down like every time the clownfish goes by. And this student probably top of their class, whatever college or high school they came from, super brilliant, super smart. This job for them means having to sit there and just check off every time a clownfish swims by. And I'm thinking, I remember saying like, hey, like, why don't you use like OpenCV? That's like an image recognition. Why don't you use OpenCV? Because you could just basically have the computer watch all the video. Then you just sample a couple spots to make sure that it got the count right. Like, what's OpenCV? And I'm like, oh, man, like, like, yeah, of course. They they're probably taking maybe minimal <laughs> stuff in statistics. And but you could go into Chat GPT right now and say, I have a video of clownfish swimming by here. How can I count them? And it will give you, it will tell you code and everything what you need to do. Of course they don't know OpenCV. Computers don't work underwater. <sighs> well, as I found out trying to shoot my Bahama segment <laughs> of my Shark Week special <laughs> with my very, very sophisticated LED. I had a suit, I had an LED suit that had cameras in the back in the front that would map whatever was in the background. Worked great on dry land. It worked great in a saltwater pool. Put it into the ocean, short-circuited, maybe almost electrocuted me. Oh, Who knows? Oh, oh, wow. Sweet Lord. It did look cool, though. It looked awesome. That was, the, that was my, my improvement over that. I had to upgrade it because uh, the, uh, the, the LED one did not look cool. Yeah. It looked like the best you could do on short notice. <laughs> Gentlemen? Yep. We all good on picks? I think we're, I think we're picked. Out. I think we're picked out. It's been after. Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs> <laughs>